Yo, what's going on? Yo, I'm good, you? Chilling, bro. What are you telling me? Medaya. Bless, yeah? Yeah, just chilling, man. Just chilling. My guy, my guy. Let me guess, bro. Work as usual, yeah? Work every day. Monday to every Friday. Day, every day work. Hearing you, bro. Hearing you, fam. What about you? Same today, fam. I was in... Um, obviously, I have to go to different places, in it? So today I was mm. in Telford, bro. Mm. Yeah, I was in Telford today, still. Just doing the class down there. I did two classes, to be fair. Two classes today. I did one at nine till... 12 and then uh, one till four. Mm. Mm. Too bad, but I'm not on Magnum today. I'm just chilling today, still. Uh, I'm on some little soft thing, some Caribbean twist today. <laughs> now nah, I've had exotic juice today, fam. But yeah, that's good, though, man. Good, man. But yeah, man, obviously, today has been a madness, fam. Mm. But have you seen the internet? It's been crazy from last night, fam. Popping off. Pardon? It's been popping off. Bro, it's been Isn't absolutely nuts. What, 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 what's your take on it? <sighs> no, it is like, obviously, I'm always going to have some kind of, I can't say biased towards situation, but I'm seeing how she's, how Megan's been like treated and targeted by media, by Piers Morgan. Like, I've seen her taking it by the, from the royal families, obviously talking about that aspect as well. And it just sounded a bit mad. Like, I had one person say to me before, like, yo, not one person. A few people have said this to me still, like, obviously not, like, I can't, I can't even say anything, but a few people, a few people have said to me, oh, you know what, like, it's, she's doing publicity. Mm. But I'm like, oh, well, it had to come out eventually, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it had to come out, it's not like publicity, like, because eventually, it was going to come out eventually, so I feel like no matter what time she would have said it, people would have still said publicity, you know what I'm trying to say? I, I, I think that, she hasn't, ultimately, she hasn't fired shots at anybody. Exactly, but she, everyone's still hurting. Like Everyone's not... still hurting. You know, I always say to people, don't come for me unless I send for you. Exactly. And, and for me, that's the same situation as easy. Everyone is coming for her. Literally. Keeps coming for her, saying like she she, she forced her man to, to leave. And, you know, he, bro, this keeps keep happening. coming for her. Eventually, she's going to be like, nah, bond this. No, let, me talk, let me talk my truth. Thanks. Eventually, you're going to be like that, but like, I find, like, oh, I don't even want to say it, but, like, obviously, Talk you find it, people man. that, are, pardon? Talk the things, man. Like, you find, like, see a lot of white people, yeah? Mm. They are genuinely, like, I mean, like, bare fam, like, it's mad, like, they're genuinely, like, oh, nah, man, she, like, you know one ones when you could just have, you could just be like, you know what, I see what you're coming from, love it. Mm. They're like, nah, man, like, even, even if they agree with everything, they have one thing to say, oh, she's doing it for publicity then. And I'm like, but she's already famous. People like, mm. what publicity does she need? Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's famous from before she got with my man, fam. Like, okay. you know what I'm trying to say? What does she need, really, bro? She already had P. Mm. Like, she's an actor, fam. She had money, bro. She's on suits. She's on some, some long-lasting TV show. She, she's mm. betting. She's got money. She was, she was never short of money. Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. She's never Everyone wanted. says things for money. And I think it's just an excuse for white people to be like, you know what? We, we need a reason. To not like her because they love the queen and the monarchy so much, you get me. Mm. So, and the queen don't give a fuck about them, bro. I'll be honest with you, the queen don't give a fuck about half these lot, bro. But, but she don't give a shit about half these men, bro. But then she these men are like, yo, bro, she don't give a fuck, bro. And these men are like, no, nah, bro, like, yo, long live the queen and that. I'm like, fam, queen don't give a fuck about you, bro. Like, you need to relax, on. Like, Meghan Markle is an activist, fam, you get me, a humanitarian, bro, has actually done things to help other people. Mm. 
But all I know is them jewels on the Queen's head, fam, are coming at my taxes, bro. That's dead. Bro. <laughs> them ones there, like... So part of me is like, nah, I find it hard to sympathise with some people that have been saying certain things because uh, I've had people say stuff to me recently and I was just like, I was, I was thinking about it and I thought, you know what, let me just say nothing in it or like, just let them say their piece and like, for peace sake and it, but I don't agree. I, I think it's mad, bro, what some people were saying, bro, when I thought, yeah, like you're just finding any excuse, like, and it's never like a black person, bro, it's always someone who's, has like, who would say, yeah, like, it's not racism, but then it's like, how can you tell man, how can you tell man that, bro, when you're not, when you're not experiencing it? Absolutely. A man can't tell me nothing if he's not been in my shoes, you know? Walk a mile in my shoes, then you know. man can't tell me, bro, and the thing is, they'll never have to experience that, bro. Never? So then it's like, how can you have that, how can you speak on that if you don't have to experience it, you get me? It's mad. It's absolutely mad. It's, it's, you can't, you can only sympathise with us. It grinds my absolute gear. It gets me mad, you know. And it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter who you are. Mm. It gets me mad. Mm. Like literally, gets me mad. It gets me mad. It's crazy. And the poor woman has done nothing wrong other than simply exist. Say that again. The, what, the poor woman hasn't done anything wrong other than yeah. simply exist. I hear that. They, they were, they, 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 you know, I did hear someone say today that ah, oh, um, she knew what she was getting into. Blah 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 blah. And I got that's cute. That's cute for you. Yeah. However, there's one thing reading about something, reading about a culture. There is one thing learning about a culture. But to actually experience it, to actually yeah. be living in it, is mm-hmm. completely different. Completely? Completely different. So I, I can I can sympathise with Megan and, and saying she, she was clueless about what it was actually like. So when she, she said that she didn't realise they actually had to curtsy to the Queen every time she walked into, walked into the room. Yeah, well, that's what we see. But yeah. you, you wouldn't think... If you're sitting down on your bed and the queen comes in the room, you have to curtsy because it's your ultimate, it's your grandma. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, fun. So it's it's not it's not common sense to to, to, to know that. I would I would also assume that. That's I would true. also assume if she's just gonna she's just walking around the house and you see her, you just go well, go on. Do you know what I mean? Not literally well, go on. <laughs> you, you know what you say? You would you would acknowledge her. Oh, I'm charging about your day. But to, to to have to like, right, we're going for tea with the queen. Oh, I have to bow to you every time. It's like I get that she. She may have understood and known about, you know, the royal, you know, processes and procedures, but to actually live it and experience it is a completely different thing. Oh, and then, in addition to that, I don't, I don't believe for one moment that she sat there and and, and planned out this and said, "Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a prince. I'm gonna do." I don't think she did that. I feel like she met Prince Harry. She fell in love with him, and then she found her situation. She found herself in a situation where. Um, she's now being married into the royal family. At what mm. point do you Google how to the, the monarchy? You tell me, Ruben, and anyone out there, you tell me at what point in that process do you sit down there and Google how to be a, a part of the royal family? Who does that family? She's falling in love with somebody. She's falling in love with this person. So Googling their family is really not... We would think that because we are commoners in their eyes. Yeah. That's what we would think. But if you're actually experiencing it, you're not going to sit there and Google the Queen. You know what nah, I mean? You're not, not... going to sit there and Google how to curtsy because nah. you're living the experience. You expect to either be told that or it for to be um, suggested to you. So yeah. people are, oh, well, she should have Googled it, should have done this. Don't be dumb. Don't be silly. Don't be, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. And people are saying that she's doing it for for, uh, for fame and for money. Don't be stupid. She's already had that. She's already, she's already famous. You know what I'm saying? From a long time. 
think it's I think it's absolute barbaric. And then when Piers, Piers Morgan has got my nerves, I'm glad I ain't got he, time for my man. I'm, I'm glad he got um he left today. I'm yeah, I, can't, I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for him. Fam. I ain't got time for him. Fam. One thing I was gonna say. One thing I don't agree about Megan. No, yeah. Can I just say it on here now? Yeah, yeah. She should she should have done the interview with me and you. <laughs> <laughs> Publicity. You got Oprah, fam. Me and Ron are available, blood. We're yeah, free. I would have got in, you know. <laughs> you I'd have like, been like, you better tell me who it was because I'm not, you're not leaving this chair until time you said that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Should have been you, mate. Would have been like, yeah, yeah, that's what you say, then, man. Like, no, nah, no, nah, you don't have to do that, bro. It's calm, it's calm. Nah, it's for real. We got, we got cool water in the fridge. We got Kool Aid over here. Like, you know, the ones there. No, I've, I've got pure respect for her. No, same. Pure respect for her. Even for me, I've got more respect for her now, you know, knowing that she's what she's been through and that. Mm. And people saying that she's like faking the mental health thing, like mm. big man thing, like that's just so scummy, mm. in my opinion. Absolutely. Say a man's faking what he's thinking, think what she's thinking in her head, bro, and how she's feeling, fam, is ridiculous. It's mad. It's mad. Ridiculous in what, my That's what man like, man like um, Morgan was trying to do. Piers Morgan, oh, do you know, she, she, she's probably not experiencing mental health and, you know, why can't. And when he was questioning, when he was like, ah, oh, but why is that a bad question to ask how dark someone's baby's going to be? That's rude. <laughs> that's rank, Sam. That, that, that's, that, that's rank. That's a rank, bro. Ultimately, up, bro. you're a grown adult. You know what colour the baby's going to be. Exactly. Don't ask dumb questions. Dumb questions, man. And it's, it's always, oh, I can't even say it, fam, but it's just so unnecessary to some of these people, fam. And the thing is, it's not every white person in it. It's really not. It's really not. It's actually not. But there are some people, fam, that just can't. See past it, fam, and it's ridiculous, bro. It's right, infuriating, fam. But it's one of them, man. Like I, just, I just see better to even give it any energy. But from some of these people, fam, like, like I said, like I don't take part in the debates because number one, like the people that are challenging me or saying something that are, are generally like they're here for like the queen. You get me? And they've got they've got knowledge on all this bullshit. But I don't give a fuck about the world family. I don't give a fuck about them. I didn't care about them until Megan came in. No, I hear that. I didn't. I didn't give a damn, bro. Like, until Megan came in, fam, you get me, bro. Like, don't get me wrong, like, Prince of Diana, Diana, obviously, man, heard, heard a lot of good things, you get me. Mm-hmm. And my parents' generation, they empathize with her, you get me. They love her, but they love her off, fam. But our generation, obviously, is learning about her in this present moment, mm-hmm. you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So a lot of it is different, but um, a lot of times I just think that the whole situation is a bit like, yeah. It just causes it doesn't cause segregation that people separate themselves, you get me, and they pick an obvious side. Absolutely. And they just picking I feel like ob- go on. One has to be concerned if there are accusations that the monarchy who basically ruled the United Kingdom and basically ruled the world in some shape or form are ra- yeah. are racist. Yeah, of course. That of course. that needs to be explored. That can't be of just course. brushed aside. Whether you believe it to be true or not. It's very questionable that someone and 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 even again whether you believe it to be true or not to make that type of accusation how how he confirmed what Megan said basically that's against his own yeah. family yeah of course. I mean? Megan Markle knows that and and Harry knows to come against the royal family isn't something that's lightheartedly done. Fam, Diana tried that and where is she now? It's, it's not post Cold War, fam. <laughs> the monster, you know what like... I mean? We all know about Princess Diana. She tried of all of that and she, the whole thing no longer exists. Exactly. So we all know that coming against the world family isn't something that's done lightheartedly. So for them to do that, 
must be something something must be going going in on behind closed doors that we're not seeing. No, hundred percent, fam. Hundred percent, man. Listen, bro. Um, I'm gonna get the guest in. You know, come on, bring him on. I'm gonna bring him on, fam, because um, he's uh patiently waiting, bro. So I'm gonna get this guy on, fam, and then get him rolling. But yeah, man, situation is mad, though. Still, situation is mad, bro. So go, bro. Bro, now but you need to delve back into this again. Uh, next chat, bro. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. But that's my all over again. Yeah, man. Next chat, you gotta go back into it, fam. Go from there. But yeah, that's what it is, man. One of them. Yo, what you saying? I'm good, you know what you're saying? Just chilling, man. What are you telling me, bro? Yeah, I'm good, bro. It's been a nice day enjoying the enjoying the sunshine. So down London things, London sitting. Yeah, there. Hyde Park, kicking some ball. <laughs> oh, you king of ball and that usually with like Harry and them. Man. Just just me and Harry and it. it's doing long balls and that. Uh, of course, of course. It's the usual team, usual team. Yeah, man, you know what it is. Ozil and Drugba. That's a random combination. <laughs> no, Drugba and Ozil. That's mad. But yeah, man. Um Yo, right. Yo. I'm yes. Dave here today. Right, right. Friends. <laughs> right, that. Oh, go on. You good? Oh, go on, Medea, man. Medea. Chilling. <laughs> man like Dave, you know. What are you saying, Dave, man? Yeah, I'm good, bro. Yeah, obviously. We've got you on today to talk about, obviously, just like your journey and that um, with, like, obviously, chefing, um, being a, a chef, a baker, all that stuff. Um, what, what you got, how you got into it. Yeah, and of course, like how long you've been doing it as well, actually, because that's a, a good question. And because you see a lot of these companies popping up now on Instagram, like everyone's baking cake and sprinkled cake and 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 custard and cake and and Oreo cake and all this. You get me? Yeah. And really, there's a lot of things that go into it behind the scenes, like having like certificates and and qualifications and that. You get me? And I don't get me wrong, anyone can make a cake, but but selling it and making a business with hygiene purposes that like, is different you get me yeah. making a cake for your family for sure um, so let's talk about a few bits and bobs about that man um, obviously Ryan obviously here as well he's going to ask a few questions himself um, then we'll go from there man but yeah man so with chefing how long you been doing it now bro because I can't even remember, remember you know like and my first job was 2007 but I started studying like 2005 and I left school so it's been a while you know it's been a good while <laughs> 2005. How long? How many is that? That's that 15 years. Yeah, that's like when I first started studying it, like the very beginning. I yeah, came like two years after that, 2007, Madison Hotel. That's a long time. Madison. Oh, Madison. Uh, Madison. Yeah, that big blue one in town. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's wrecking there. Yeah, that's where my first job was. How did you even get a job there? I had um, I went on work placement there actually when I was in college, and then. Yeah. I had two weeks working there on work placement and really got along with the team and the chefs. They liked my attitude and everything and how I worked. Yeah. It's all like potential in me. So they just brought me on board after that. But if you want a job here, then you can have one. So I thought, yeah, let's do it. That's good still. Because you didn't, you finished college and then, um, was it a two year course at college or one year or three years or what? Two years. So I did two years at college and then joined right you after that. Oh, so you worked straight away? Yeah, straight after, straight after I was done. They offered me a job and it's not for well. No point messing around now, is it? Job at the yeah. hotel, I might as well go for it. Hear that stuff. Because some man would be like, oh, I'm going to go uni, that, but you decided to work and that. Yeah. And you still went uni anyway. Some people well. did, you know. But they did yeah. it too soon because the culinary arts course is 
way different from the um, college. There's so, well so much more work to do. It's not as practical based. Mm. It's a lot more business, marketing, stuff like that, behind the scenes stuff. And a lot of these guys that I know that jumped onto the uni straight after college, they weren't ready for it, man. A lot of them dropped out. I swear. But yeah, they, a lot of them dropped out, but I knew I wasn't ready for uni back then. So I thought, I'm just going to work, get some experience, see if this is what I really yeah. want to do. And then if I want to pursue that, I'll pursue it later on. But I don't believe in rushing things. You don't? I'll clock that about you, you know. You take your sweet time, bro. Well, yeah, you have to. You got one life, you know. You got to be calculated. You need to be calculated. <laughs> no, I respect it. I respect that. I don't take all day, but you need to be calculated, man. Take no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't jump into everything. Now, I rate that though, you know, fam. I wouldn't have thought of it like that, you know. Like, man, since you got one life, you got to be calculated. Yeah. I respect it. I respect it. That's, that's a life lesson there, you know, fam. Yeah, you need to be a genuine life lesson. Be strategic. Bro. I told you to agree with you, man. But um, but yeah, man. So obviously, like, so you went, you went at Radisson. How was, how long was it Radisson for? I was there for two and a half years. I, I was the youngest person to get employee of the month when I was there as well. Well done. In the company, yeah. Records, man, thing. Mashing records. That's mad though, because Radisson Hotel is a big thing, you know. That's like Birmingham, Manchester, London. Yeah, they were. It's a big chain, man. It's a big it's chain. It's some abroad as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're doing it in other countries too. Yeah, the Radisson in Dubai and that still. Yeah, Radisson's huge. That's mad. Man got youngest employee in that. And obviously, um, when you were there, what was your role like? Like, was your chef baker or what was it? I was I was a commie chef, so that's like entry level. So you do a lot of the simple prep jobs. You probably like do like the cold section. You won't do that much cooking during service. It's more like setting things up and uh, okay. more preparing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you do a lot of the like larder and salads and things like that. The simpler stuff they let you do when you jump on yeah. board. That's a commie chef. Yeah, commie chef. Okay, okay, I hear you still. That's mad. Radisson for two years, so that would have been to two thousand and and uh, when did you just start that one, two thousand and seven. Yeah, so I left okay. there in like two thousand and nine, like midway through two thousand and nine. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. You left Radisson to go where? UCB. That's on a 4K. Now I'm ready to do this course. I yeah. would have been ready straight after college, but after a couple of years of Radisson, I thought, hey, this is what I want to do. I'm enjoying it. I can make money in this industry. So I thought, let me just learn more about it behind the scenes and stuff. So went to UCB after that. That's mad, bro. That's mad. So you was a comedy chef at first. Yeah, and then so at UCB, that was more learning about like marketing and the behind the scenes stuff. And yeah, it's more the uh, course is more about like it's called culinary arts management, so it's mainly about product development, uh, marketing, mm-hmm. events, and like business side of things. So there's a lot of like business modules that I just hated. Okay, okay, yeah, because you done a few events at the college, didn't you? Yeah, you had to run a few events too, sell your own tickets and stuff like that. If you didn't break even, like like a low mark and that. Swear, yeah, man, you have to make profit, you know, otherwise it's peak for you. But we did really well, and I was it's fine. That's oh, there's a group work or individual group work. I hate group work, hate group and back work. then, you know, group work. I don't know if you've been like uni, uni, but like group work is annoying, bro. But I didn't know at Wolverhampton Uni, fam, a grounded and graphic communication, yeah, fam. but you know, group work is dead, yeah. Group work is like there's always two people in the group, but it's not do jack in it, you're just pulling them along, don't do nothing, passengers. Yeah, passengers, yeah, passengers. I'm the team. You need to be a player, bro. You can't just be on the bench. Just there. Um, hate that. No bench players yet. I'm only starters. Fam. You used to hate the group work side of things. It is what it is. Nah, definitely hear that story. Because it's good experience of doing group work at uni because then you learn, like, that's what people are going to be like in the job as well. There's going to be yeah. people in the job that you have to kind of pull along. 
Yeah, that's true. Because, like, I just hate that, bro. Even in work, I've had the same thing in various jobs. People that they're there, but like, just have to pump them every day and it like motivates them. I love with that. That's magic. But, so, obviously, that's a mad journey still. So, then you went to uni. Uni was two years, right? Uh, four. Four years for the quality management course? Yeah, 2009 to 2013. Persistent. Then, then I went USA for that. That's an after, after those four years. Also, you know, wait there. Didn't you go to Manchester? That was placement, yeah. That was basically the third year. So, it was three years studying and one year work placement, basically. Oh, yes. We went Manny. Manny, Manny was, Midland Hotel, right? Uh, the Midland Hotel, yeah. That was 2010 to 2011. What was your role there? Because at this other job, Radisson, you was commie chef. And at this place now, what was you at, what was you at the... Um, that was a um, like chef to party role. Was that, was that That's like the level up from commie chef, basically. So now you've got a bit more responsibility, like running your own section, making sure everything's prepped for it, all the orders are done. Like taking care of it, doing service. A lot more cooking in that role. Yeah. A lot of there, more responsibility. That's mad, bro. It's mad that the levels, Ryan, you're deep in the levels in this fam. It's like you'd start off with just basic stuff and then you get your own section, fam. Early, bro. No, I hear that yeah, if they see, if they see, sorry. No, go on. I was going to say, like, if they see like you've got the potential to take on the responsibility and do more, they'll just, you'll get promoted in it. Like, they'll make you, they'll move you onto a section where, okay, you take care of this, it's your responsibility now. And then that's how it goes. You, you get more responsibility. Eventually, you become like sous chef, head chef, then you're responsible for the whole team. That's how it goes. You just get more responsibility each step. That's mad, bro. More responsibility that it comes, man. Uh, for me, that's a scary thing to have in a job like that because your service, like, is for other people. Exactly. Does that not have you frightened? Because I'm sometimes thinking, like, what if man gets food poisoning or, like... Uh, early on, yeah, but that made me take it more seriously. Okay. I thought, I need to be on my game and I can't come in here and mess around because, like, people are paying their money for the products we're making. And they're like, people, like, as you said, they can get food poisoning. If you're not doing the allergies properly, you cross-contaminate. You could, people can get yeah. ill, you know what I mean? So, it's more it made me take it more seriously. Of course. I rate that, though, you know? Because that's not easy to, start to, like, to handle, man. Because a chef thing would never work for me with pressure like that. Never. <laughs> I'll be making, like, bro, they'll be like, yeah, can you make, uh, we need to make some bread. I'll end up making chicken wings, fam, on accident, bro. Like, you know them ones there? I'll be <laughs> that wrong. <laughs> I'll, get that, I'll get it that wrong. No, no, no. We just want bread. So I'll be like, oh, I got barbecue wings here. So like, nah, you wouldn't be that. You wouldn't be as bad as you think. Because you'd have people like, you're made for it. Uh, maybe, but I think it's like, it's like any industry in it. Like, you put the time in, you do the research, you do the reading, you just understand certain things in it. You just apply that to this. Because you do that for your industry. Ryan does it for his industry. If you did it, if you just applied it to this, you'd learn how to do things. Oh, that's true. That is true, though. That is true, though. It's me, but you know, you'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> fair play, fair play. I hear that though. So, you went to Midland Hotel, Manchester, finished the last year of uni, graduated. Me and Jerome was there. Yeah, that was sick, innit? That was a sick day, you know. It was like, what did he eat? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> that day was so funny, bro. Yeah, that was jokes. Me and Jerome was there, but I went TGI's. Like, was it TGI's or Frankie? Frankie Manny's asking, wasn't it? Yeah, in, um, what's that place called? Uh, AMC, yeah, like near the way that cinemas used to be in it, like like towards five, yeah, five, yeah, yeah, yeah. AMC, yeah. Man, that was mad, bro. Celebrate the family and that, but um, and Jerome, come you know, Jerome was family, though, yeah, no one's bro, still. <laughs> Jerome's gang, man. Jerome is a gang. I like Jerome, man. I like Twix, we had to come. I like Twix, yeah, my bigger Twix, bigger Twix, fam. But like, obviously, we had to come. So then, obviously, done made in hotel, yeah, then man, graduated from uni, 
uni done, then how did the Manchester, how did the, uh, you, you talk them about in, in America? So in, in my final year, I decided like, I wanted to work abroad at some point in it when I graduated. So mm-hmm. they don't speak no foreign languages. So I figured it's either going to be America or Australia. And Australia is a bit of a trek still. It's a bit of a trick, and you know what's out you there. You know what's out there, you know what I mean? You, you get me, you get me. Them, oh, them things. Let's go America. Let's just do that, it. <laughs> Man, no, it did, but no spiders. It might have been a great experience in hindsight, but I just, I didn't really want to do that at the time. So I thought, I'll go to America. Mm. I know people who have been out there said good things about it, when they were working mm. there and stuff. So I started applying for internships and sponsors. So mm-hmm. that's how that ball got rolling, really. And you ended up going to, um, obviously, Utah, which is, where is that? Where is Utah? What state is that? Utah is the state. Oh, that's the state? Yeah, that is the state. It's Midwest. It's like next to, it's like towards, it's not far from Las Vegas, actually, like Nevada. It's like next to there and Denver, like that sort of side, like Midwest. Mad thing. Because I seen you, actually, when you was in Vegas, you posted a, well, you posted a road trip, in it? Yeah, we just drove there. Took like six hours. Didn't you drive there? No, no, no. I did drive. I, I drove a lot in Utah, but I didn't do that long ass road trip. Like, okay. we had other drivers in it. But yeah, that was yeah, sick, yeah. I, I, I heard that you drove one of them journeys still. I was like, hold on. Nah, nah, nah I didn't drive um, nowhere far, though. Just like in town. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you're not going to get me. I was like, like, trying to hit the motorway in America. Yeah, I hear that still. Oh, yeah, not as a black man. That's dead. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, no, we got pulled over a couple times as well on the way. Yeah. That was very scary. That was. <laughs> That, was that scary though to get pulled over in America yes. by, by like feds and that? Because no one in the car was even no one in the night, no, no one in the car was white or American. He was an Indian guy and like South Americans, like there was no one was there, like oh, oh my days. And then I'm in the passenger yeah, seat. The driver comes over to my the policeman comes up to my side. And then like that was kind of nervous still. Was it like yo, put your um hands like keep your hands in the way I can see him and shit like that? Nah, nah. This, this like the two times we got pulled over, that was just for finding it, like. He just like tapped the window, so you roll it down, and then he just starts explaining whatever in it. It wasn't anything aggressive, frankly. Oh, I was gonna say, he'd have been like, if that was me and Ryan, it'd have been like, get out of the car, you nigga. He would have done one thing. He would have been moving fast. If that was me and Ryan, fam, Ryan would have been the only one driving away. That oh, day. wow. <laughs> you would have been, you would have been hashtag. <laughs> I'll be the t-shirt, bro. Oh, dear. I'll be the t-shirt, bro. Protesting on the streets. <laughs> no, for real. Open boring, bro. Imagine. Ryan, you better leave them protesting, over. Don't tell about our flags and everything. <laughs> yeah, in your face on it, bro. Long live Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say something? Quickly digress, yeah. I was playing football the other day, in it. Yeah. And, and someone begged me, in it. Someone begged me, and then and when they begged me, they ran off saying long live Ruben. <laughs> oh, sad. <laughs> That's banter. That is. <laughs> <laughs> That's banter. I was gone. I, was, I I couldn't even get mad. I was laughing that hard, fam. He said long live, yeah. Then he ran off in the ball, and I was like, no, no way. Big me, you know, big at twenty eight, fam. Do me like that. Obviously, <laughs> um, but now, nah, like, yeah, man. So obviously, you taught them. Where was you in Utah? Snow Basin, right? Yeah, it's like the ski resort. Most like the most random place in it. I thought I'd never been to America before, never worked abroad mm-hmm. before, but 
I just wanted something out of my comfort zone so I could like just get a full experience in it. So yeah, man. I applied for this ski resort and it was just the most incredible experience. That is and that, that kind of taught me that yeah. just because something's not what you're used to doesn't mean you can't get a lot out of it. Yeah. So I'm very grateful I did that. It's not something I would normally well, do. Oh, I ski resort. Why on earth would I work in one of those places? But I did that. Yeah. It was just extra experience. I hear that still. When I asked you about going skiing, you was like, nah, don't do it, man. It's yeah, cold. I mean, when you fall, it hurts. That, that side of things, I didn't really enjoy that much. I tried it out, but just work-wise, it was a good environment to work in, and I had a good experience That's in America. Good, it was a positive experience. That's good, man. That's what you want, though, isn't it? Like, in places like this, like, because if you want the experience, that's what you're going for, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Man, like, when you was in... People that I still talk to you now as well, like, it was good. No, precisely, man. When you was in America, though, like, what, um... Arsenal Basin, what was your role? So I was just um, one of the interns. It was kind of like okay. a chef party role, in a sense, because I had my own section to run out there, and I sort of moved us around. So you'd run one area for a bit, then i move it to another, then to another... Mm-hmm. It was like that, basically. Okay. Was you with other interns? Yeah. <clears throat> but there was kind of like uh, three of us that stood out the most. So they gave us more yeah. responsibility because they could see that we were more... Because a lot of the interns were there because there's like a chance for them to like work abroad. They were more for there for the fun side. But me yeah. and a couple of us were there because we really wanted to actually learn, develop our careers. Yeah. We got more responsibility put on us than they did. Like there was more... Okay. There was more put on us to like run things and management wasn't around and stuff like that. That's mad. That's good, though. That's, good, that's what I went there. That's what you that's what Me, Bikram, other guy, that's why we went there because we wanted that experience. Like, we wanted to be put in those positions where we could just run things. Of course. Bikram was the Asian guy, right? Yeah. Good. Of course, yeah, mad, no way. That's good, though. That's sick, man. So you ended up doing that. And then you said, because you're supposed to do what, five months, seven months, six months? I meant to do six months, but after the third month, I thought, you know what, this is way too much fun. So I'm just going to see the year out. And they, they let you do that as well? Yeah, man, I just extended my, my visa. That's good, man. Was that easy or hard? That's no, straightforward. You just pay a bit more money. Because the visa, no visa is like maximum on a J1 visa is like a year. Yeah. I have six months. So they were like, yeah, it's fine. You just, as long as your work's happy to like sign it, then pay a bit more fee and you just stay for a year. So I just did that. They were happy to do it. So it's gone. That's it. That is. Because I remember you, when you came back, I was gassed. For <laughs> You came back with the maddest, like you had an afro on, bro. The barbs out there, <laughs> the barbs out there were different, you know. I, I, I think I met yeah. barbs over there like maybe three times in the whole year or something. I swear, I'm not even lying, I'm not even exaggerating. Literally, <laughs> you could have came all that's what I mean, man. Like, it wasn't like no, I, could, I couldn't find no black barbers. Like, Utah's not one of them states in it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I was York, yeah, yeah, black barber, but New, Utah's a bit different, man. So, the, being Mormons in it, fam. Yeah, I thought I'd just ride it out. What was that like being around Mormons and that? Were they just chilling? Yeah, but there weren't that many of them, though. Surprisingly yeah. enough. Like, most of the people I met weren't Mormon. People I was hanging with, but people at work weren't Mormon. There's a few of them. There weren't that many. What, 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 what do Mormons do? It's a type of... um, It's like a type of Christianity, in a sense, I guess. Oh, is that where the married bear people? Bear, pure gallium? I don't know if allowed to have more than my wife, you know. That's not it. I'm sure there's one where the, the, the man can marry bare women. Yeah, there probably is. I don't, I'm not, I don't know if it's Mormon or not. The Mormons that did me only had like one wife each, but it's one of them ones, isn't it? Oh. I didn't really read too much in, into the. Horse and carriage. Horse and buggy. That's the. Uh, uh, Amish people, right? Ezekiel. That's <laughs> Amish people. Dead is. 
I try to put you on, Zeke. Get away from me, Gigi. I'm still like, <laughs> nah, that's mad. That's mad, fam. Like, that's crazy, bro. But I respect it, though, man. That's good, though. It's a good experience for you, bro. Nah, usually, yeah, it's excellent. I, I would recommend anyone, like, I went there when I was 24, mm. and so I'm thinking, like, if you're in your mid 20s and you want to work abroad, think about it, bro. This is really, that's really good, you know. Like, it's really good still. Go for it, man. Like, you'll be fine out there. Trust me, you'll be fine. Like, go America or Australia or wherever, man. Like, working abroad is yeah, a great thing. couldn't experience. do the. Um, you know, I offered to work abroad um, in Saudi Arabia for uh, when I was doing the paramedic, the first aid stuff. You bro. get me? But I, went, I just bro. turned it down, though. Like, literally, I was like, nah, I might be here for that store. Not Saudi. Like, <laughs> you know, them ones there. Like, yeah, man. Right. Before you leave, probably do some research on the country you're going to. That's why I thought, yeah, is it is an easy option because I speak the same language as them. They're not that culturally yeah. different to us. They have differences, but not nothing I can yeah. adapt to. Whereas if it's Saudi Arabia or something, that might have been a bit more. Yeah, yeah. I haven't really feeling that one still. So obviously, yeah, I haven't really feeling it. But my, with my job, I'm able to go anywhere in the world. Anyway, I could work it. To be fair. The most best place to work in first aid is um for my job is Canada or Australia, you know. Is that because people are more clumsy up there? <laughs> um, I think it's because they just believe in like healthcare more. Like, they see it as like an actual healthcare service. Like they treat first aid equals like NHS. You get me? Oh, that, that's how it should be. Yeah. You know? Should get more credit. I think that's like, fair play. To so that's how they treat it, man. Because if I went there, they'd cast me as a um an actual like a uh, key worker. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah. essential out there, fam. Like the class as like being like a medic in it because you're still like teaching people how to save a life if the paramedics aren't there. You get me? So that's what. And you have to do it exactly. Like, like I said, I've done it numerous times on first aid courses. So. And you've done it like, on the way to courses as well. Like, man's getting work a whole hour, two hours late because I had to do CPR on the train. You know what I mean? So sometimes it just happens in it, but realistically, like you gotta do what you gotta do. So Utah, when you came back from there, what was your plan? Um, I didn't really have one, you know. I thought I'd just get a job and then just see how it goes, yeah. really. So I came back, just settled back into like Birmingham life, really, which is yeah. very different from Utah. Utah was all like mountains and valleys every morning. And then Birmingham was like oh, town. Of course, of course. Oh, but so it was a bit of a distracted yeah, system coming back. Also, quick thing I have to say, considering these valleys and all that kind of stuff there, yeah. You ended up going camping, right? Yeah. A couple what times. was that saying? In America, what places? Camping was incredible. Camping was incredible, incredible. experience. Yeah. Just being like, because you're not, where we, were, where we were based, it's like next to like mountain yeah. sides and that. So you don't get great signal. Obviously, there's no Wi-Fi. So you have to, you're forced to disconnect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're forced to disconnect from social media mm-hmm. and everything. You just human nature and it's people having conversation. That's why that's it was amazing. Good. Yeah, that's why it was awesome. And uh, you see this moon and the stars a lot clearer than you do in the city. Like I've never seen them that bright before. It was incredible. Wow, that sounds amazing, bro. I'm sold. Yeah, camping. Ryan, camping. No. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's a new? I knew he was. I'm not saying my Versace. Ryan, Ryan, I'll stop in the hotel and then I'll meet you. Meet you the, the, the in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hotel. Yeah, yeah. I'll just meet you the excursion. Oh. <laughs> <I> said, no. <laughs> no, 
I love how I knew he was going to say that. You know? <laughs> I knew that was... Nah, it ain't for everyone, but for me, like, it was a good experience. But I can't sick, man. No, I definitely hear that after. That's actually lit, man. That's actually lit, bro. I feel like it's one of them things where man would just, like, enjoy it, like, you know what I mean? Regardless of what you do. Or who you... Yeah, I mean, you are for, like, two days. I wouldn't, I wouldn't oh, do nah, it for a week. No, no, dead, dead. A week would be... It's got to be, like, two days at most. Uh, yeah, like, we did one day in one place, and then we drove to another place, did another day there, and then we had another day at some cabin in the woods yeah. sort of thing. So we did, like, three days. So three days, Max, did the cabin have Wi-Fi? Right? Yes. I can, I, I can give you that Wi-Fi. I've got, got um, data in it, but for me, it's just it's just the facilities in it. <laughs> the, the toilet facilities, the shower facilities. <laughs> then the they, they, they were all right, though. They were all right. They have they have those things there. Do they? Yeah. On the campsite, yeah. No oh, mad. Didn't know that. On the campsite, they have these like toilets and like showers. Very simple ones though, but they're there. You have to pay for the campsite. Yeah, you have to pay a little fee and then they tell you where you can set up camp and everything, and then you just what do the it. rules like no free in this world. What what were the rules when you were there? Like put out fires properly. Don't leave food out because it will attract wildlife. You don't want to wake up and there's a bear trying to eat you like twigs, oh, you know. Days. No one that. There's signs saying like if you see a bear or a mountain lion, don't run away. Like make like some noise and try and be aggressive. I'm like, well, I'm gonna see that. I'm like, <laughs> I see a bear. Oh, bro, what are you talking about? Depends on move, you know. Depends on move. If I move like man, them that all faster than me, then. Oh, we're gonna have to ride out together and be like, lads, we're all staying. <laughs> you know, that one's there. But if I'm in anyone, anyone who's an inch slower than me, fam, I'm off. That's how it works, fam. Survival of the fittest. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it is, bro. But, um, all right, then, calm, man. That's mad. That America camping thing sounds incredible, bro. Sounds incredible, man. But, um, that's well, so moving on, then. What we've got is, uh, a you come back to Birmingham. He's in Brum, right? You stayed in Brum for a bit. Yeah. You in Brum for? As well. As well. As well. I'm safe like you're doing. You're quite a Yeah. I was in Birmingham for like six months into coming back to Birmingham. I thought, you know what? I need to go somewhere else again. I hear that. Yeah, these times, I was, only like, I was only like 25, 26 these times. So I was still like mid 20s yeah. in it. So still trying to see where I really wanted to go. And I got an offer from London. So I just of course. Yeah. He was in London. You've been there since then, really. Yeah, since 2016. Mad. Four years deep in the L, you know. Yeah, London's been good. London's lit, man. I found out, like, I loved living there, to be fair, like, when I was there, and I was making up with you and, like, and Cavan or them not there. Like, I just thought that was amazing. Like, it was so sick. Like, London was... Yeah, London... Big I like vibe, man. It's been good as well. Obviously, it's been good career-wise as well. Obviously, making more mm. money and, like, it's been more progress yeah. as well. Like, every year, it's been good. It's been good. Absolutely, man. I completely hear that, fam. And that's what it's about. But like, you got to do something that's going to be beneficial for you, for your career as well. Um, and, and make you grow as a person, you know? And a lot of times, places like London yeah. can do that for you. Yeah, I thought I'd get more of that living away from home. It's like London with more opportunities. So I thought, that's why I'm not afraid to like, move yeah. away from home. It's because I know it'd be worth it in London. No, of course, of course. I definitely hear that, fam. I definitely hear that, fam. Like, that's what tends to happen a lot of the time. You, didn't, you tend to like go and you know, learn more when you leave home and such, which is always like a, a bonus, if that makes sense. 100%. You know, 
He has to leave the comfort zone. Have to you always learn more, bro. Always learn more <coughs> and do more as well, which is good. Um, so yeah, then you're in London working jobs there, for, uh, doing the cooking, obviously. Um, what was your roles there? Like still chefing like, or or baking this time? Yeah, I was st- I was still chefing, but I I started to learn more about baking when I was working in um this job in Canary Wharf. Is that cool yeah, for yeah. catering? But they would make everything in house stuff, like even the bread. We didn't buy breads in. Like we'd have to make really? them. So that's what oh, I learned. That's yeah. how I learned to make all these things. Yeah, I think you started making an experiment with these breads, and I was thinking, what are these big things you've got there? But what are these? Yeah, man. We had, we made everything in house there. That's, this is probably the job where I learned the most, yeah. I think. Because we didn't buy anything in, man. Everything was made in house. We had to make all the breads, two different breads every day. No, so now I had a whole recipe book of breads that I didn't know about. Like, didn't you bring that recipe book home once? That recipe looks like Bible, bro. It goes everywhere. <laughs> Bible. I hear that though. It's it's like that's my that's my book in it. That's like I hear that. I have to write recipes in there and everything. Calculations. That's mad. I expect yeah, it, man. That yeah. That's how I learned to make you want to make yeah. yourself. You know what's mad? Place. You actually took this thing serious, but mm-hmm. serious. You went in, you know. Yeah, even in family, this chef interview. You got. You, I think. I feel like you have to. Like, if it's going to be your career, and what you're going to be doing most of the most of the week, you might as well take it seriously. If it's taking up most of your time, it, it's your priority mm-hmm. now, and it. So you have to take it seriously. You don't want to spend major time on minor things. Very true. So you spent a lot of time doing that. Learn how to bake as well, and then now fast forward to today, to today's world, 2021. You got Henderson yes. SW. Yeah, that's the Instagram handle, FW Henderson's Sweet Treats. Yeah. So we usually shout out a brand um, or business <clears> at <throat> the start of every podcast, but we didn't do it this time because we were going to let you shout out that. So if you want to talk about Henderson Sweet Treats, um, let us know. The handle, Instagram handle, what you do, what you sell, just go for it, man. Yeah, the Instagram handle is Henderson's.sw. I mean, basically, I basically just make sweet treats and, and desserts. Like, there's different types of cheesecakes there, there's vegan options. There's a um, tea cake as well. So you just send me a DM and then I'll tell you what I've got going yeah. on. Okay. And how long, how long have you been doing that now, Sweet Just This year in 2021? Yeah, I actually started in lockdown in November. Oh, okay. That's when, I, that's when I started doing it. It was more of like a side yeah. of then, though. Yeah. Okay. Lockdown. So I'm going to start making, selling, just to pass the time and because it's interesting yeah. for me. And then the demand just grew every week, though. Like I was getting like orders like every single week. That's when I thought, okay, I can turn it into a little business yeah. instead. The demand was there. I was just getting, Christmas was really yeah. busy. And even this year, like, every week I'm still getting orders. So that's why I decided, yeah, I'll get a logo, get a business set up, and just turn it into a real course, thing. And the good thing about it. And I'm also trying a little Caribbean takeaway oh, yeah, in London as well. I do what they do for them as well. So they're like, I'm like their supplier, yeah. basically. Yeah, so I do all their desserts oh, for them too. Yeah. So it's really taken off in the last so you're currently now making desserts for a, a Caribbean restaurant as well that is yes. insane bro that's insane yes. to do them two businesses really them two hustles you got plus a job I know on it but it's what it that's is bro that's a, that's a mad thing I'm, I, I live, I'm, I'm very I'm very intense you know what I mean I don't mind working at 12, 13 hour day that's just, that's just Tuesday for me been on that's when I was young I used to always see you like I'd, I'd be out doing madnesses whatever going maybe school or whatnot, and then coming back, and then you'd be gone from morning. from uh, Before I go to school, you know, come back, and you're still at work from. Yeah, I could start work at like 8.30, finish there at like 4, and then 
just be on my side hustles until midnight or 1 a.m., whatever, whatever it takes. I respect it, and what gives you that determination? It needs to be. It's just, um, I think if you if you want to get to the next level in, in your life or career, you just have to be intense. You have to be intense in everything yeah. you do. The way you prepare, the way you plan, the way you put your week together, the quality of your products, how interested you are. You just need to up the intensity. That's mad, bro. Because like for you, like it's 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 paying off, isn't it? Because you've got obviously your main job cooking and whatnot, and then um you've got now your baking as well, which you've perfected over over time, um with, and got your own Henderson sweet treats and that. Then obviously now you've got as well um the Caribbean chocolate you're making desserts for like that's free incomes man from the same thing that you do you know like that is yeah, mad. Exactly. that's like that's just living like a normal life you know what I'm trying to say like it's mad and there's more I want to do in the coming years as well I'm not done mm. a couple more side hustles I'm gonna start like, of course yeah. yeah I think that there's a few things that I know that you've planned in that which is good but obviously it's just like yeah man just get on it man and obviously do your thing I think the good thing about you as well is like you actually have food hygiene certificates and and and, and yeah, hundred percent. And yeah. not everyone does these days. And yeah, I, I feel like it, it can be quite dangerous that people are, will start a business of cake and this and that, and don't have these things in place. That's the problem. Like a lot of people start food businesses from home and don't have that basic level two or level three food hygiene, which is Shocking. kind of a no no. Yeah. But no one's checking them in it. Like no, that's true. But... Like you should have really. Just... You should like if you're going to start selling lemon drizzle from yard. Like <laughs> you, you need to have now, nah, big mistake. You need <laughs> to have a food hygiene certificate of some sort of evidence to prove why you are able to do. Why we should trust this? You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. Because I no one's going to teach. No one's going to take a first aid class of someone like me, for instance, without my qualifications. Like, and but you know how much qualifications I've got in first aid, fam. Like, man, have have to go in in order to get even a little bit of business. You get me? So a lot of times, I feel like that people do start some of these things just because everyone else is doing it. And I don't think that, like, it's just, like, really that, that, that great. Yeah, I think people start this because they want to make extra income, which is good, but you need to make sure it's done in a safe way and you're bringing yeah, value. Absolutely. Safe way, value. Value to your um, consumers. It's about creating yeah. value. We need to focus on mad, that is. Obviously, the more you focus on creating value, the money will come anyway. It doesn't work vice versa. You can't understand I'm going to make lots of money. Like, you need to have a That's actually like, yeah, it's true. It's true. Then you will make more money. Then you can yeah, expand it. hear that, bro. Definitely hear that. One thing I was going to add to as well, actually, just moving on from the food stuff, um, is basically, so also, before I close actually on that, so what, as now, you catch yourself as what? A chef and a baker? I like, I like to call myself a culinary dude. Okay. Culinary dude. <laughs> so you just kind of cover everything. Then. Nah, I'm, I'm still a chef, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, baking on the side. But if someone asks me what I do, I tell them. Okay, cool. Happy days, man. It's awesome. That I'm interested in all in, in all parts of the of the food world, man. Even like beverages, interesting yeah. as well. Street food, baking. It's all around, really. One thing I want to add as well, though, is not many people know this. You're actually a registered semi-professional athlete, bro. Yeah, I, I like to dabble in the old sprints here That's and there. Mad, like, uh, what age was you when you became a registered when you became registered as an athlete? It's about 2018, like three that years ago. Mad, you know, like because you, you think like, yo, let me let, let me not bother with these things that like because me now playing ball, I'm like, well, obviously I'm not trying to make it in that, but I do like playing some professional. You get me? Like because standards a bit different, yeah. it's more intensity. Like there's a, there's fans there as well. Like it's just it's just a bit nice. You get me? Like. And you like the linesmen yeah. are all like from the FA, so it's popular like, official. But um, with like 
sports and like obviously like athletics I didn't know how it works how to become a semi-professional athlete or what that was how did that come about for you I just joined a um, local athletics, athletics club because I thought you know what I've always been fast from when I was playing football so I wanted to just try out a new yeah. sport so I joined, I joined the track and then just started training three four days a week and then yeah that was it really just registered and just started training with the coaches and the team oh, no. did competitions yeah. races got some decent times down and when did they, when did time, they say to you, "Yo, Dave, come on, man, you need to jump on this thing properly"? Like, that's that that that's kind of up to you. Like, your coach sometimes coach probably asks you, "Like, are you available because there's some races weekend that we should yeah. do this?" But it's more just down to you to mm. be honest with you. So obviously, we're working full time jobs. It's just about how much how much you want to personally commit of to course. it. That's that's what it's about, really. You have to make that decision. I saw you on the website, and I was like, I was like, hold on, how did he get on here? Yeah, once you like, once you're registered with the club, your your information gets automatically put into this website called Power of Ten. So every time you do a race, like you check it the next day, your time will be there, the event where you finished, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Your UK ranking, it just all gets put in there automatically after you do the race. Yeah, once you're registered, that is insane, bro. Because you do you do quite a bit, man. Like you do a lot, you know. You actually you always on the go. Oh, bro! <laughs> that many days off in my world, but that's what happens when you when you're not a casual and you're after it. My life isn't passing me by. I'm after yeah, it, cool. trying to win. I respect that, fam. Because, like, like I said, and one thing I forgot to mention was about the occasionals. What was that? Oh, occasionals. Yeah, that's me and my friend Laura, who works in events but does baking as well. Yeah. So we just decided to like let's bring our ideas together and do like little hampers mm-hmm. for occasions so the first one was Valentine's yeah. Day which went really well the next one we're going to work on is Easter then after that we'll probably do like something in summertime and then Halloween Christmas it's just food for four full occasions basically that's what it's that's about a very good like that's a very good shout the occasions as well the name is very very like yeah. spot on yeah of course it's just for occasions basically special occasions like, right? market, hit the market perfectly boy you get me 100% and it's not taxing as well because we're not doing like every single yeah. event it's like we just do it once every couple of months when there's a major event like like um valentine's day or easter for example so we have time to do other things in the meanwhile then we just do that we run with our lives again so it doesn't take too much of our time but it's just a nice little status to have of as well course, of course that's six to a sick monday that is good you know um and then the idea I get from occasion is I can just resell them in Henderson's if it's yeah, popular course, or not. Course. So it gives me chance to like develop yeah. more products. Sounds like a working cycle still. So that's what I want. I want a big engine of things that are interconnected. Yeah. So one thing can pass into the other, to the other, to the other. It's just all a big connected thing. It'd be so, it's so much easier to manage. 100% That's how it should work, isn't it? Really? We need to work smarter, not harder. Yeah, man. Work smarter, not harder, man. Head Actually, we need to do both. You don't really have to substitute one. Yeah, you got to do both. You got to work hard. You got to work hard still. You actually have to do still because it's still. Well, yeah, yeah. You, still. Work, you need to work still as well. You got to do both. Right. Anything you want to ask me now? You good? No, I think you've covered everything that I wanted to ask. I think you, you did a thorough little chat there, mate. So, yeah. yeah, bless up, man. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for our no, you got you got to add a, you got to add and friends as well. You know, it wasn't work. <laughs> you have to, innit? it? It wasn't invalid. <laughs> 
It is. You have to have friends. Yeah, different, right? If you say that, if you don't say I'm friends, it's different, right? Yeah, it's a different ride. You get. I've got two. I've got. I've got two. Two egos. So there's two different ones. There's a nice ride and there's a ride. Right? You get me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh damn! Yeah, mate. The only thing is they both got drip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they both. Yeah. <laughs> both got drip, fam. I got right. Had a guy asking me yesterday as well. When can I roll up with you two, man? Oh. And I was like, bro, application. The waiting list, you know. <laughs> The man said a waiting list, you know. You have you got a receptionist, fam. But no, I had to say to him because obviously, you know what it is, yeah. Type person I am, I know that one thing I've got in my locker is smelling nice and dressing good. You get me? So, mm. FM, FM fragrances, fam. Big sign, sealed scent. You get yeah, me? But obviously, I've got that in my in my obviously locker in it. So, what it works for me is the fact that man, now I can obviously pat in my bedrooms and that. You get me? So, part of me is like, why why are we not a stylist in it? Because man, hit me all the time. And they'll show me their wage pack, you know. This is no cap, you know. Show me their wage. Who their wages, you wage Pardon? Who sold you that? Not my bedroom. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. But he's not the only one. Like, about three of them have done this now. Show me their wages, like, what they've earned. And then they'll be like, oh, what can I buy? Like, drip-wise, similar to yours with this. You get me? That's, that is and I would be like, oh, listen, obviously, don't go. I'll say to them, pay That's your bills and all that first year. Make sure you feed your pitneys and that. Mm. But then, shout me. And then when you've got spare money left over, hit me up and I'll find something affordable but works for you. Yeah. You get me? And then I'll sort you out with that. With if you like, if it fits and we go from there. If not, we just return it and then go again. But I told him, we'll just do that. I told, I told them, rather. And a lot of them well, hit me up for like recently now saying, no, I've got to pay this. What should we get? So they come over and we go through like online on, on the internet on um, on my laptop and, that, and go through like Boohoo, whatever, different websites and that and get what's affordable for them. You get me? And works for them as well. I just find it mad that they showed you the wage package. Yeah. I just had to ask, to ask that. He actually just showed you that. I was like, man, just say I've got... Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like, like, I, I, I say, is that like... They could have asked you They could have, they could have asked you for advice yeah, without I'll, doing I'll, that. I've, I've said to man, you know, listen. I've said to man, oh, is that, yeah, I've said to man, man, is that, that like what it is now? Or is that after the bills? And they're like, oh, yeah, that's what it is now. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Well, <laughs> after your bills and that, then come back. No cap. No cap. No cap, fam. Like, that's what man have been doing, like, recently. You get me? And part of me is just like, you know what? It's got to be done, isn't it? You should become a star. You become a star. And then, like, saying, I want to roll with you in summer. And I'm like, fam, it, it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you because I'm not, I'm, I'm pictures need to bang somewhere. So, you got Exactly. It's going to cost you, man. Because we don't want you to, we don't, we don't want you to just be the photographer. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it will be if you're not paying You know, when you, go, when you go to the same person in the group all the time to ask them to take the picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so glad I've never been that person, bro. <laughs> I've never been a cameraman, you know, never, bro. But obviously, yeah, man. Dave, sick interview, bro. What chat to you, man? Obviously. Yeah, thank, thank you, bro. Man. I've been in the podcast yeah. recently. The good work. No, we appreciate it, man. We appreciate it, man. We're just trying. Just filling in the... There's been some very good yeah. people on. Defo, man. Defo, man. Who's our, who's our next guest? <laughs> our next guest. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll find out on Thursday. Thursday. We're still doing Thursday, right? Yeah, yeah, Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. Thursday, man. Educator, trainer, teacher, that kind of stuff in it. So, okay, go cool. And talk to this young man. Sounds good. good in it, and that's it, man. Then uh, next week we'll go again. We've got someone else next week. Um, influencer. So, yeah, oh, influencer from, from Manchester. She's she's more than happy to come on and talk about how she got into it, um, and obviously all that kind of stuff as well. So we've got like a few guests in the next like two weeks or so, which would be quite good. Different walks of life. You get me? Because no one would have thought like you know, first guest we had was a footballer and whatnot. Going to America, yeah, it's, yeah, it's you good know, to have um, a range. Then a brand, 
um, branded marketing expert, expert as well from London. Yourself, who's lived in multiple places, you've been a lot of places as well. Like you've been, like you've been, like oh, yeah, no, like solo been, like, Brazil twice, right? Brazil, I'm going back. I'm going back. Twice, been Morocco. Yeah. Once this pandemic wrapped up, I'm going back. Morocco, Tunisia twice, <laughs> Spain a whole heap of time. Um, yeah. Where else you've been? Been everywhere in it. Like America, obviously you've been America. Wyoming, that kind of place as well. Like Dubai, Dubai obviously, yeah. Croatia, Croatia, yep. Yeah, I've been a few places, bro. I literally been a few places. I thought I got about Italy. Remember Rome? Rome was sick, you know. Yeah, we. Rome, that was it. We need to do that again. Rome was sick, bro. The NFL oh, player, Christian Kirk's fam. I ain't bullshitting. But like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to bring. Nah, Rome is Rome. Is We're gonna sick. bring Ryan to Rome, fam. Rome, yeah. bro. Right, I love it, bro. Rome is sick, fam. And then obviously we went, we went Belgium, didn't you? After I went, as well. So it's good places. Why are you there? I'm here. My G, my G, but it's been been a few places still. But obviously, yeah, man. We're gonna wrap up this now, innit? Yeah, man. And um, and go from there. I think David just cut out as soon as I said that, you know. Mad thing, but obviously, yeah, he went, he went to uh, Belgium after me, and he went to Brussels, and I went to Antwerp. You get me? Yeah. It's a nice little spot, Belgium. It's a nice little spot, fam. But yeah, man, obviously, had a good chat still. So you know what it is? Hearing a story, why motivates me? You know? Yeah, yeah, no, it does, it does. And I think it's it's important, and I think what people just take away, he was he's passionate about what passionate. he does. I think that's the main thing. It's it, yeah. it's all great, you know, while doing something that you like and enjoy. But David is passionate about the chef industry, about cooking and. Creating mm. um, things that taste nice and or, or, or as well as they, they look um, aesthetically pleasing. Aesthetic, come on, dictionary, aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> um, and I think that that's why he's able to you know to start work early and, and finish really really late, and have you know really take a chunk of his social life to kind of make that happen because he's passionate about it. Absolutely. So that's for me. That's definitely what I I take away to to kind of find something that I'm passionate about. Yeah, and then it doesn't feel like a job, it doesn't feel like work, it just feels like part of my day, precisely, fam. That's exactly how it goes, man. But yeah, man, happy with that, bro. Obviously, we're back again on Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Um, this is episode three, so hope everyone enjoyed that. And we'll go again. And obviously, Thursday is man. Peace out, guys. Long live Ruben and right, right, and friends. Hold it down.